Sharon. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing. How you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Doing good. How you doing? Oh my god. How you doing? I'm doing good. It never gets old. It doesn't. How you doing? How you doing? Hashtag Long Island Life. It's wine of the week, Sharon. Celebrity TTT. Your uncorked advice. Long Island Tea. Hey, welcome back to Long Island Tea, where we spill the tea on all things Long Island. And I actually have, if there was anybody that would be, I think, Mrs. Long Island, it would be Miss Lisa Black as my co-host today. Well, thank you for having me, Kristen. Yay, Lisa Black in the house. Sharon's taking some time off, so you get to be my co-host. Well, that's, those are hard. Uh, first Little heels time. to fill. <laughs> I know. And, um, and I, I know you've listened to the early days of the show, so you might remember that we start every show because we're Long Islanders by saying, how you doing? <laughs> how you doing? How you, exactly. <laughs> Good. Um, it's crazy. So, I, you know, I feel like you are truly, when we, we always talk about our first meeting, when we very first met and how we mm. immediately like clicked at this diner. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. You can tell when you like somebody. You can tell when you don't. <laughs> and I was like, you're amazing. <laughs> I was like, your energy is incredible. And you really born and raised Long Island? Yes. yes. Whole family? Whole family still here. I did leave at 18 to go to college. And okay. I didn't come back for 20 years. Oh, my God. I don't think I 20 that. years. So at, at 38, I came back. Where'd you and, go? Well, went to school. Mm-hmm. To college, lived in Albany for about a decade, in New oh, York yeah. City, in Manhattan for about a decade. Yeah, met my then boyfriend, mm-hmm. got engaged. Yeah, he was from Brooklyn, and he's like, I don't want to live in the city. Yeah, and I said, Oh, where yeah. does he want to go? And he was like, Long Island, of course, <laughs> it's the dream. How did he want to go to Long Island? This is a guy who grew up in Brooklyn who doesn't know how to drive, he doesn't <laughs> know how to swim. I'm like, What are you going to do on Long Island then? <laughs> yeah, it's the suburb. It's the dream suburb. Long Island, people don't know this, mm. very first suburb in America. Oh, we know about Levittown. Levittown. <laughs> <laughs> so you are truly Miss Long Island, and you've been uh, a great friend of ours, actually a board member of Discover Long Island. Yep. But uh, kind of also, you're kind of a big deal. Um, yes, you. let's just say it. Thank you. Deputy County Executive. No, no, no. Chief Deputy. Oh, yes, County ma'am. Executive. Yes, like a boss. Yeah. Chief. We like Deputy. Chief. Ca- Cheers to Cheers. you. Amazing for Suffolk County, by the way. <laughs> Are you the first female in that I, role? I am not. I am, I believe, the second. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, the role is it, it is pretty important. It, yeah. it it's not a political role. It's not you know you're out there doing anything. You know, no FaceTime. But um, I run the day-to-day operations of the county. Yeah, you're the the woman behind the person that has the FaceTime, but making all of those decisions. I know, because I've seen you do it. <laughs> um, and the funny thing is, so you were doing a press conference uh, the last, the, we had a big snowstorm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and like, and she's texting me yeah, in the middle of a press it's conference. Like, because, you know, because you are usually behind the scenes. And yeah. there you are, standing behind the county executive. And, and, and it was, I was like, you're so... You work so hard, by the way, so thank you for doing that. But I'm sitting there because the um, the storm hit in the middle of the night, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody got to wake up to this winter wonderland, and we're all having a three-day – we're all having a snow day, snow day, oh, there is fireplace. No snow day. I turn on my news, and there's Lisa Black standing behind <laughs> County Executive Steve Malone. And I'm like, there's no snow day for you. 
No, I can't even imagine having a snow day. I love being in the middle of a weather event. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Coordinating everything. All the plows are behind you, all the big trucks. I have to tell you, though, nobody realizes how much work goes into making sure that you can drive or go to school or, you know, get on the bus. Yeah. Yeah. It's super cool. Disaster preparedness for everything. And you guys are there. You guys are the ones doing it. And then, well, all the rest of us get to enjoy it. (laughs) We don't sleep the night before, but we make sure that you guys can get to where you need to see. Oh, so sweet. And I'm looking at you, and I text you because you're wearing a Suffolk County baseball (laughs) hat. And I'm like, "Uh, hello, because you are the Discover Long Island merch queen. I I think you've purchased more merch than anybody else. (laughs) Literally, like you're our best customer, and I love it. Yep. So I'm texting you. I'm like, where's your Discover Long Island uh, hat? And then you literally text me. Sure enough. (laughs) Yeah. So she's she's doing this, oh, you're such a good team player. (laughs) Where is DLI stuff? And I was like, well, hold on. It's not far away. And sure enough, I got in the car, and I had my beanie. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, I was told not to wear that today because it wasn't Southern County merch, right? So Listen, you're always, like I said, you are always perfectly on brand. And when you need to be Discover Long Island, which you usually are, Miss (laughs) Long Island. You do, but you know, when it's Suffolk County executive there, you need to be Suffolk County. Yep. I actually purchased Suffolk County hats for all of my staff my first year there. I was like, Aww. no, 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 you're all going to make sure. And they love it. I mean, some they wear it in the pool sometimes. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. good. But you, uh, so yeah, you're kind of a big deal. You have a big job. Um, and, but tell us a little bit about, if you don't mind, your like your career, your background, your family. Sure. Um, born and raised on Long Island. So, yeah. uh, Massac Beach, South Shore. Uh, grew up basically at the beach. Mm-hmm. We would use our beach as um, our playground. I mean, you had a I was on a bunch of sports teams. You had to go to the beach. You had to run to the beach. You had to run on the beach. And then you had to run back. And that was your practice for the day. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Pretty cool. So, you know, learned how to swim at an early age. (laughs) All that fun stuff. Uh, Was a camp counselor, you know, swim teacher and coach and, you know, all that fun stuff. Left for college. um, Went upstate. Spent some time there. And while I was working there, I... um, I worked for Senator Ken Laval, who was a Suffolk County resident, East End. Uh, he just retired a few years ago. Senator Laval, while I was in high school, offered me an internship, and I didn't want to go to school, so I did the internship. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> whatever motivates you. Hey, you know? it made it work. And then uh, I got a job while I was still in college, and I've been kind of hooked ever since. Yeah. And I worked at the Senate for 10 years, and then I – where did I go after that? I went to work for Mayor Bloomberg. Um, and then after Mayor Bloomberg, I stayed with de Blasio for a mm-hmm. minute. Like pretty much every big, for a minute. just pretty much every big political yeah. name in then New York. And I went to work for a governor. Yep. And then I came here. Yeah. <laughs> and, and. Came home. I came home to Long Island. Where you I need did. To be. And that's when I met you is when you, I think you were still working for the governor at the time, but you were about to come, you, you were yep. just about to come back. And, you know, again, not to just like totally tout your horn, but it's pretty cool because Long Island has the Long Island Railroad, mm-hmm. which is an artery. It of is Long the Island. spine of Long Island, and you know it's crazy to think about. Like it hasn't been updated in like a hundred oh, years. Yes, and yes. you know who got it? A new. <laughs> it, do you say it's rail, right? Not so. Track. It's a third. Yeah, it's a third track. Third not track. Third rail rail a, will electrify you. We don't want to. Do okay, that. okay, okay. She's. <laughs> out, I, you always tell me like, don't say that. No, no, third track. <laughs> third track. So you got a new track added, which is going to completely expand service on the Long Island Correct. Railroad and make it so much easier for like reverse commute and it's. I know reverse commute for most people they don't understand what it is you know what it basically says at five o'clock 
You only have two trains going east. So if you want to come home, you got to grab a train out of the city. If you want to go in and see a show, you better be there at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon because you're not going to find a train. There's not enough track space to go into the city. So if you want to – you you do great for a matinee. You want to see the evening show, you get in there super early. Yeah. Which is good for tourism. Yeah, it city, is good But for, it's not helpful to us. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that added service. And then and now that's led to what we're going to announce next year is actually new access. Right now it goes to Penn Station. Correct. Which is at Madison Square Garden. Correct. And it has since the dawn of time. Correct. On the west side. Yeah. And now it's going to connect to Grand Central for the first time ever. I know. And now I don't work in the city. So. I know. <laughs> like, that would have made my yeah. commute 20 minutes. Well, you, never, you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> but I mean, really, really cool transformational stuff that you get to work on. Yeah. I, it's things that people, um, they get to see the finished product and yep. it's tangible. But the, the work that it does to grow our economy is really what matters yeah. at the end of the day. If we want to be able to live here and sustain and not have even higher taxes than we do. We have to really invest in what we have here. Yeah, you're right. And you know what? The reason why I immediately gravitated to you is because I love people that are really passionate and have a purpose and are authentic about what they do. You And you love yourself some Long Island. <laughs> you are really, like, you are Long Island through and through. And I New do. York, but, you know, I but do. Long Island, really. I mean, you do it because you love it. Yep. And I look, I live and I was born and raised in Suffolk, but I did a little stint in Nassau. You know, I, and before we bought a home, we rented there for a minute. And I have to tell you, fell in love with Nassau. When you're growing up in Suffolk County, you think, oh, Nassau is the place that has that has, you know, curbs. <laughs> yeah. And they yeah. they have sidewalks. Yeah. People are going to walk in front of your house. I don't want that. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> but that was the difference. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I yeah, lived the, in Raffle Center. It was a great walkable community, awesome. too. I mean, I love it. I, I go, you know, I don't I don't care which county. I, as a transplant and as a tourist, you don't even usually know. Yeah. And I drive through, like, Garden City, and I'm like, mm. oh, my God. It's so it reminds Beautiful. me of, like, the movies where you see, like, Home Alone. <laughs> yeah. Those beautiful homes. Oh, yeah. I'm like, that's what it looks that like. That is a home alone. Yeah. Is it? A, is that where? Yeah. It, it's so. They all anyway. have the same landscapers. Yeah. It's beautiful. And then you come to the, the East End, which is Suffolk, and it's like the farms, like you were talking about, and it doesn't have the sidewalks, and it's like greenery yeah. and forest and vineyards. And vineyards. On the North Oof. Fork. Yes. Thank God we preserved all that land. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Way to go. Yeah. Did you, is that your claim to fame? Can <laughs> no, you claim no, that? No. Okay. Well, whatever politician did that, kudos, <laughs> because uh, we love some Long Island wine, and it's time to talk about our wine of the week. Ooh, all right. What do we have? Well, and I asked Lisa to read it. I was going to say, are you going to read it? And well, and I point to the bottle. <laughs> I point to the bottle. Um, it's Osprey Dominion's uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, <laughs> and it's 2012. And I was like, Lisa, can you read this? And she's like, do you want no, me? No, because she points right here, and she says, hey, can you read this right here? And I go, the government warning, according to the Surgeon General. She's like, and what? she's like, oh, no, no, not that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm like, Lisa, I can't see, which is why well, I mean, listen, <laughs> I We're drinking a little bit of cab okay. in the afternoon. And yes, nice little yes. Sunny afternoon because we're contractually outside. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, so let me see. We grow our Sauvignon grapes on two farms here in the North Fork. Two farms. Oh, God, thank God we did that for farming. <laughs> yeah. The vines consistently deliver intense fruit characters as they ripen well into the shortening days of autumn. Well, here we are drinking it in yeah. the and winter. Osprey, and it's yeah. just fine. 
And Osprey Dominion, again, one of the well-known uh, oh, yeah. wineries uh, in Long Island wine country. And I feel like every time I drive by there, they have, like, signs that say, best award-winning for oh, something. Yeah. They, like, win awards all the time. Well, North Fork, I mean, you're just not yeah. stopping. You're going to hit vineyard, vineyard after vineyard. Yeah, right? it's awesome. I, I love what they did with the old potato farms out there. They made them into vodka, vodka farms. Vodka, I know. Ooh, I know. <laughs> cute. So I want to thank Long Island Wine Country for being our sponsor mm-hmm. of Long Island Tea. And, um, Cheers. again, it's a great time to go out there in the winter because there's no crowds, mm-hmm. and, and they have, like, a lot of them have igloos or these cool, like, tent bungalow I things. I haven't been to one of the igloos Oh, yet. my God. We had one in our, uh, on our Instagram this week from Macari Vineyards, and it's, like, mm. this amazing bungalow. It's crazy good. Is so, it warm in there? Yes. They have, like, oh. heaters and blankets and cozy. Really? So, literally, check it out, liwines.com or uh, longislandteapodcast.com, and thank you again. Um, so, Lisa, we're going to talk about, we've been talking about Long Island, obviously, Long Island Life, but we have a section called Long, hashtag Long Island Life. And um, I want to hear like some of your favorite things. Some of my favorite things. About, because you know, you've been here forever and you talked about, it's funny, you talked about Mastic, Shirley, uh, right? Mastic and Shirley. I had to, I didn't know anything. And I came here and people were like, Mastic Shirley, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. no, I don't. Like North Shore and South Shore even, this whole like, <laughs> this whole like difference, Ooh, right? I know I live on the North Shore now. It's uh, like a yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, it is it really a is. thing. People are like, oh, you became a snob. Yeah. I'm on the North Shore too. You know, we're like, oh, yeah. And Sharon's a South Shore. So, so she's always like, South Shore all the way. Uh-huh. South Shore is <laughs> where it's at. I am still a fan of the South Shore. I will not lie. Yeah. The North Shore is lovely. I love all of it. I mean, it's all beautiful. Come on, from end to end. But I was going to tell you, speaking of Long Island Life, uh, and I didn't tell you I was going to talk about this, but um, you've been trying to get your friend, uh, Mike Del G. Yeah. How do I say that? I'm never going to say it. Big shot. Big shot. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Del Judice. Judice. Is that how you say it? Del Judice. Okay. So for those that don't know, Mike Del Judice. You got it. um, it, He is the lead singer of, like, so Billy Joel on Long Island is a god. Mm. Like, just... Like, he's not even icon. He's above icon. Correct. God status. Correct. I mean, we literally have laws. Oh. Like, in, in He's the man. Yeah, he's got a house in Oyster Bay and a house in the Hamptons, and I always read in the paper because they're like, you know, you can't have horses unless you're, <laughs> unless you're Billy Joel. Correct. Literally, in the Correct. law. Except for Billy Joel. <laughs> and I'm like, Correct. You can't have a helipad. He's the man. Ex- except for Billy. He's the man. You can do whatever. So, next, like, next hmm. best thing to Billy oh, Joel. yeah. Is Mike Del Giudice. And he is the lead singer of Big Shot. However, the connection to okay. Billy Joel is Tell me. Billy brought him into his band. So he lets Billy, uh, Billy lets Mike do some ballads. And, and, and he's a phenomenal um, uh, opera singer. Oh, my Who God. Who knew? I, I, I was seeing Billy, of course, at the Garden a few years ago. And, and there's this guy. I'm like, who is this guy? Oh, that's Big Shot guy. Yeah, yeah. So they like play together. They totally play together, and then he's got his own his own band. Yeah. And, and Big Shot is like, um, oh, I was going to show you this. Uh, Big Shot is like a big deal, a whole huge deal um, on Long Island, as well as huge like, and, deal. and every now and then I hear Billy just like shows up. Uh, yeah. Well, guess what? what? So does Mike just show up at his <laughs> shows? <laughs> Randomly, even during the pandemic, you know, his manager reached out and they're like, "Oh, he's going to be in Huntington at this location." I'm like, "We're not supposed to have crowds." Blah blah blah. <laughs> so you know what they did? They opened up the windows onto Main Street in Huntington, and he was just jamming out in a bar because that was allowed. But of course, people on the on the ground were like, "Ooh, ooh, yeah, I know who that is." Yes. And it, the crowd started to assemble. Yeah, he's in. So he's yeah. like really. He's pretty much famous. He's famous oh, here. without a doubt. And, and, and his he concerts was really, sell out. He was informative um, during COVID for the Save the Music campaign. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he, and so, great guy. And a friend of yours. Yes. So, funny, because so you were like, have you had him on your podcast yeah. yet? And I'm like, no. She's like, okay, I'm going to talk to him. This was this was like a couple months ago. This was, It was November, because I was going to his show that weekend okay. at like, the West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Center, So, which is a great space, by the way. I don't know if yeah, you haven't been there. I haven't. Oh, my God. It's on a main street, ton of dining. I mean, lovely little desserts. I love a good ice cream shop, by the way. Oh, so we, even we have in the so many. Winter. We have so many good music venues. <laughs> oh, it was phenomenal. I had yet to be there. Everybody kept telling me it's very similar to the Patchogue Theater. No, it's not. It's it's different. It's smaller than Patchogue. Really quaint. It was cool. great, and they had a great mask policy. So anybody that's concerned about those things, let me tell you, they'd shine that stuff in your eyes. Be like, <laughs> put the mask up, Lisa. You're so, so you're so you're such a, a diehard like you know masker because you because we want people to go out but do it safely so that 100%. we can continue. Because honestly, I. You and I worked very, very closely together during COVID, trying yeah. to keep our businesses open exactly. or to reopen them. So I know that you're like super hypersensitive. It, it's about super. In, it's too important for them to not, yeah, you know, to not follow the rules because and, and you're they just want doing us to it. Open. Yeah, and you're doing it for the businesses. hundred percent. Yeah. So, but here back to Mike, um, hmm. Big Shot, because so then I get Big this, shot. I get this Instagram thing the other day, um, and it was like Mike Del Giudice wants to be a friend. Mm. So I'm like, oh, cool, right? I'm like, oh my god, cool. So I friend him, and then I'm like, hmm, he has 10 followers and zero posts, and he messages me. <laughs> and it says, hi, thanks for following on my personal page. And then the next one says, hope you enjoy my performance. Oh, yeah, hope you enjoy my performance on stage, question mark. I'm like, I don't think this is him. Ooh. This is not interesting. him. Interesting. Because he's – Oh, my God. Let me, let me take a picture of it because I'm going to Yes. Him. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I got all excited because I thought, oh, Lisa talked to him. Oh, I totally did, but I never – And then like, I'm like – Well, I didn't speak to him. Whoever this guy is, um, he has no posts yet. And I'm like, oh, and it's Mike underscore Del G-U-D's three. I'm like, okay. Hmm. I, I don't think this is the real big shot. Hmm. I'm going to go out on a limb, Lisa. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm totally. As soon as this finishes, and I can actually. Wait. What'd you a say? Text. What'd you say, Alyssa? The real one doesn't have a three. It's just. Like yeah. Oh. I was like, I real. figured. I figured. I was like, I got so excited that he was like <laughs> wanted to be my friend on I'm Insta. Like, he's in my phone as actual big shot. As actual big but, shot. <laughs> I know. So funny when we had our our truck that we named Lily. We uh, we yeah. talked about naming it Big Shot, and then we're like. Ooh, uh, no. I didn't know. I was Sacrilegious. like, we're going to get sued. Ooh, not a good thing <laughs> to do like, here. No, but um, but very cool. So, but I do love the name Lily, though, because it's yeah. L-I-L-I. L-I-L-I. And by the way, my name when I was a child, and still my mom, Lily. And it was Lily, Lily. And so I go and I see this, and I'm like, oh, it's Lily. Lily. <laughs> but yeah. not so much. It's your nickname. It's okay. <laughs> but it, not so much. Don't tell anyone, but it's really named after you. Oh, I, I figure it's much. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it should be. Right. I mean, she goes all around. She gets our merch. Uh, speaking of merch, oh, uh, yeah. we have a little present for you. Oh. There. Is it yes. something I don't yet have? Yes. Oh, she knows this because I, I know. buy everything online. I know. She has everything. Yeah. Can I open it? Yeah, all open right. it. Um, it oh, and it's, wait, it's, you it's, not have this! <laughs> it's our thank you for being on the show. It's oh, the tea hoodie. Spill the tea. Yeah, and it's awesome. It's so comfy. You're going to love it. I love it. I love the v-neck already. Yes, it's so comfy. So we have I to. I did buy the sweatshirt. The, um, the belong. The, oh, I love that oh, yeah. sweatshirt. I know. We were talking about it last week. It's so good. Totally love that. And, and I bought it through your van. Yeah. Um, Lily. 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 I bought it to Lily um, <laughs> when you were at uh, the Suffolk County Marathon. Oh, I know, because my staff was texting me. They're like, Lisa Black just stopped by. I was like, by the way, do you want to play some? Um, I, we were all playing games, too. And I'm like, all right, who's playing cornhole with Corn- me? Yeah. I made friends with your staff. No, they were like, they were like, Mom, Lisa Black just stopped by. <laughs> 
I'm like, she has, she's so good. And then good. I send people over. I'm like, look at this. You should buy one. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. No, the staff loves you. They're like, oh, my God. She's so she's so awesome. And everyone's like, your skin. <laughs> I'm always like, Lisa, what are you? She's like, I spend a lot of money. She's like, it's my face. Uh, no, let me so. tell you, the Irish skin, it's always dry. You need a lot of lotion. <laughs> yeah. We well, take care of you. Like, you glow. You glow. Um, so back to Long Island life. Cause it, do you have any like things that people don't know about? And I want to put you on the spot. But so I love a good ice cream. Oh yeah. Um, now Carvel is just a staple yes, of Long Island. So, you can't go wrong. So let me tell you, Carvel is where it's at. However, if you want some homemade ice cream, you can go to a place in Smithtown in St. James. It's on Lake Avenue, which is the they're downtown, and it's called Mickey's. Mickey's. I don't remember. It's Mickey something something, but Hmm. it's Mickey's. Okay. Um, And that's relatively new. Like, they make their own flying saucers and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And people don't know that because if you're not from Long Island, you don't know that a flying saucer is like an ice cream sandwich. Oh, well, that's like a Carvel staple. (laughs) This is with homemade. I'm like, what? And I remember it was the first time somebody was like, oh, I brought you a Fudgy the Whale. And I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. Oh, that is just my jam when it comes to my birthday. (laughs) My husband's birthday is four days after us, and I will not share a cake. I'm like, you get your own Fudgy. I get my Fudgy. (laughs) Fudgy the Whale is the Carvel Carvel Well Cake. So in addition to Mickey's, though, hold on. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. My mastic friends. Um, Ice Cream Cottage. It is the best with, like, barely no parking lot because I guess when they developed, you know, 30 or 40 years ago, they never thought they'd have that much customers, that many customers. It is phenomenal. And um, what is my favorite? What is your favorite? Ice cream? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so basic. Cake batter there <gasps> is amazing. I went to Baskin balls. Robbins because I'm a West Coaster the other day, and it was the worst experience ever. I'm like, I'll yeah, have. It's a chain. Li- this is me. Chains. By the way, literally snow day, to your point. <laughs> and I'm like, I need some, snow. I'm going to hop that Sunday. I go to Baskin Robbins. I'm like, I'll have Rocky Road. And they're like, no, we don't have that. I'm, like, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who doesn't have Rocky Road? Because they may have cake batter when you yeah who wants Rocky Road when you can have cake batter right no cake batter is amazing or like I like mint chocolate chip I like minty Mm. things I'm telling you you should check it out yeah and so what's it called Mickey's and then what's this one called Ice Cream Cottage Ice Cream Cottage in uh, Mastic that one's in Mastic yeah cool so you did one see you're good like one. I mean, North Shore, South Shore. Yes, look at you representing. (laughs) Um, What? How do you feel about? Did you hear about lunch? The no. famous lunch Mm-mm. place. What's lunch? What's famous lunch? You know, lobster roll. Oh, lobster roll. You got well. It's so the sign. The famous sign is lunch. But Long Islanders will be like, "What's lunch? What's lunch? <laughs> exactly." I'm like, "Which lunch place?" It's the sign. It's the iconic sign. It's called lunch. But lunch. Long Islanders know it's lobster roll. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? On lunch? the way to Montauk. Yeah. Did you hear they opened up a new location? Nowhere. Yeah, in Southampton. The South. Uh, mm-hmm. it, for the first mm-hmm. time again in like 40 years, they opened up a brand new one. Just opened, and it's year round. Oh my god! So wait. we don't have to worry until yes. it's in season. Uh, yes. Oh, that's genius. I know. Because it used to be like it's it's almost like a pop up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't need to pop up. I want a lobster roll all the time. Pop up, pop oh. up, and wait. Oh. <laughs> when I was a kid, we used to have lobsters outside. We would keep them. Yeah. And really? It, yeah. We had lobster traps. Man, we, this is what you do when you grow up on the water. <laughs> that's cool. That's amazing. <laughs> it was very cool. I don't know that you can get them anymore. Because I don't think like Long Island uh, doesn't as much do as many lobsters now, right? Well, I mean, we used to clam in the oh, yeah. in the South Shore Bay too, and because of the nitrogen, unfortunately, yeah, not as much. Yeah, we can't. They're not really growing. You're going to fix that anymore. though. You're going to fix that. We that's are what I working heard. on it. We are. We're doing <laughs> everything we can to clean it. our water. Yeah. I was like, Lisa Black's on the case. <laughs> yeah. so, I want to clam again. It's Yeah, because Lisa Black wants to clam again, people. <laughs> so get out of her way. Oh, and then shuck them raw. Oh, man. 
Oh my god! Now you got me like hungry. I know. Uh, And you know what? The other funny thing is, speaking of fun things at like Long Island, so you and I have kind of a tradition. Mm. Um, It got derailed because of COVID, but um, our birthdays are near each other. Mine's in July, yours in June, Mm -hmm. and so we go to Fire Island Mm -hmm. together. We like meet in the middle of our Mm -hmm. birthdays, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we always like pick a weekend, and then we have to find somebody to drive us home because it's bad. We're like such lightweights. Like the rocket there fuels. there is one drink. Exactly. Yeah. That rocket fuel. No matter where you go, they're good. I come home and my teenage daughter's like, whoa. Yeah, I think I actually <laughs> maybe was there once for that. Yeah. You came back to my house. I'm like, we need. They, they were like, uh, I think your husband. Your husband was like, uh, you guys need pizza. Uber eats right now. Can like, we what? get you food? I was like, who needs food? Yeah, we're like, nah. We're going to sing. Uh, we're like, yeah, sing. Yeah. We're going to sing. And he's like, No. <laughs> But that's kind of our tradition is yeah. Fire Island for birthday weekend celebration. I love it. We go over there and we think we know nobody. And then all of a sudden there's a yeah. police officer who's like, hey. Yeah, they're yeah. Like, oh, they're like, hey, Lisa. No, I know. You no, can never be incognito no. anywhere, right? I try. You try. I, I do try. too. And it's funny. Like I was even, I think it's I told, I was at that Ujama Festival. Put your hat on. That's all. <gasps> I know. But I, I, I'm, I don't ever expect it. And I was at the Ujama Festival. Oh, yeah. And I'm Wine walking around. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yep. awesome, by the way. Yep. And I'm walking around and uh, it was like. Out of the blue, someone's like, Kristen? I'm like, oh my God. Uh, you can never You've be been here long enough now. That's what I that know. means. You're a Long Islander. I'm a long oh, wait, come on. Cheers to that one. You made it. Yay. You yeah. made it. Yeah, you made it. I get recognized. Yeah, now you now be careful. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Somebody's going to call and want something. Exactly. <laughs> uh, that already happens on the day. Um, okay, so also, we, you and I were just talking about this new winery. Because we go, oh, we're used yeah. to wineries being on the North Fork. Correct. And now, like, there was a new one, uh, Del Vino in Northport. They're kind of spilling out, right? Right. They're coming across Long Smithtown Island. Smithtown has two. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, what's the new one in Smithtown? Well, it's not new. It's a uh, Whisper. Oh, Whisper. Whisper yeah. And mm-hmm. then and Harmony. Okay. Yeah. Because that's in, that's Stony Brook, right? Yep. Harmony. Yep. But yeah. Okay. Yep. And now there's one in Oceanside. Ooh, what? I think it's the first one in Nassau County. I've never heard of another really? one. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, I feel like they don't have enough space for a vineyard. Yeah, or it's a is it a vineyard or it's a tasting? How do you explain it? A winery. A winery. Okay, oh, sorry. So maybe sorry, they, sorry, sorry. they farm out from the East End. <laughs> yeah, they probably do. I bet you they do. Yeah, that's not I bad. Think. Look, everybody needs a vineyard yeah. and a winery. Yeah, a winery. That? In that way, people, you know, if you're, you know, in Nassau County, you don't want to drive mm. all the way, and no, you can save the Ocean traffic. Oceanside's great too. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's awesome. Oh my god, you're right, right. on the Barrier Beach right there. Yeah. Just go right over. It's called uh, Alyssa. What's it called? NCMA. Oh, do it again. Do it again. NCMA. NCMA. And uh, we were Googling it. Caroline says it means together. Oh, wait a second. Not only did I Google it, yeah. there's, there's a there's a song. Yeah. What is it? Is it the NCMA is a song? Am I, am I laughing? Oh, here we go. Yeah, play it on the microphone. What is it? Oh, well, that's an ad. That sounds techno. It's, that's an ad. Oh, I was like, what? That, that would be YouTube. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's Italian from like, 1990. It is performed by Toto Soto somebody because it just went really fast and now I can't see it. Okay. But let's play this baby. Ooh. In CMA. Mm. <laughs> I like it already. In CMA. There we go. Oh. Wow. Cool. All right. So they named it. So it's Italian wines, I'm guessing, in Nassau County. I like it. Let's go there. I'm in. Okay, cool. Happy hour and there because that, I just like it because of the song. Ooh, we can do, do our Nassau Power Hour there. Yeah, I know. Oh, yes. Let's you do started it. that. I, I'll never I forget know. when I, the first time I got invited, I called it the Cool Clubs Kid. <laughs> cool Kid. Cool, cool kid Kids. Club. Cool Clubs Kid. What? I, this is, How I, much of this first, did you First have? glass. 
Jesus. Well, and this is, you just finished dry January. Uh, well, I did not finish because today wow. is okay. the, you know, yeah. well, third week and anyway. I broke that one Close up. enough. Close enough. Cheers. cheers I tried. Cheers. Thank you for doing this I don't even us. know why I was bothering. You do it for Long Island and I Long mean, Island wine country. Oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you were giving me something Italian, I'd be like, nope, sorry, it's dry yeah. January. No. But the sacrifices that you make for Long Island. It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> Public service is rough on you. Um, and then one more thing I wanted to mention to you. Have you been to the Van Gogh exhibit, the one that's in, in the in city? No. It, it looks amazing. And... Mm. So they're teasing on it's an ins- immersion experience. Yes. Right. experience with like the projection. Sharon went said it was amazing. I've been dying to go. And so, little backstory: yeah, yeah. I was an art major in Ooh. college, so I'm so in. And then everybody's telling me how great it was. And then every time I tried, it was sold out. Ugh. And any of that, I just wasn't available for whatever. Right. So where's it coming along? So it says Long Island. It's here a- we come. Ooh. And it's like teasing Van Gogh, Long Island, it, whatever. And then you look at it, and it doesn't tell you yet. Ooh. So so Ooh. Alyssa was like, I don't know. I was looking at the cities, and it said Long Island City. Oh, she's like, sure she's City, like, do you think they know? No, <laughs> no, no, no. That- See, now that is exactly the kind of tourism we yes. need <laughs> corrected. Yeah. Well, but also we should. My my goal, Lisa, and I, I'm going to mm. put you on this task because you okay. can do it. I'm um, in. we're going to take back Queens. Oh, well, they are on Long Island. Right. I mean, let's be clear. They're Long, Long so Island is City is Long Island. So is Brooklyn. So is Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I feel like Brooklyn might be a little bit more difficult to mm, take back. because no, You no. don't think so? Okay. No, definitely not. Uh, I'm taking it back. Mm-hmm. Okay. So mm-hmm. Long Island City is... Well, famous. I hope it's not in Long Island City because it's really close to where it is already. Yeah, it's a city. So yeah. let's just bring it out here. We have plenty of space. Yeah, so we're going to keep you updated as we I'm find in. out if, where that is. I totally want to go. I, I do too. I've been wanting I to totally go and I was go. like, they're like, Long Island, here we come. And I got so pumped. Yeah. And I'm like, for her? And so me. it's going to be like a special pop-up event, limited time only kind of thing? I think so. Oh, that's even better. Yeah, I know. I love it. Yeah, I'm in. I mean, we got to call our museums or somebody and say like, There's who gonna, wait, I Somebody bet knows something. Between the two of us, we got to figure it out. <laughs> I know <laughs> we're going to figure this out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. First, yeah. Oh, Caroline's on it. She's like, I'm emailing them. Yeah. They're no, not going to tell you that way, but you know how I know how to find it. You got to call the counties or the museums and the art people. You figure out how much space that they need. Yeah, and I can do it by block and lot. <laughs> she leases <laughs> on it. We're going to find out. Boom. Because we want, we need the tickets right Boom. away. We need oh, yeah. to call people yeah. like right now yeah. before it's sold you out. You have to review it. Yeah. Oh, hello. Obs. Obs. Okay. Good. I like the way you think, lady. Um, okay. So uh, I thought we would talk a little bit about um, anxiety. Because, uh, you know, we, t- we talk about everything. This mm-hmm. is the real real. It's mm-hmm. not just like all fun and games. We talked about toxic positivity. And anxiety is, uh, yeah. it's going, it's rampant right now. It's 2022. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. Um, and it was rampant in 2020 and well before that. For three that. years. Because <laughs> we've been kept saying two years and someone said, we're going on the third year of this. And I'm like, please stop. Yeah. Yep. Um, but one of the things that I w- wanted to ask you about is, is how, because you, Coming into your role, and by mm-hmm. the way, kudos to County Executive Steve Malone mm-hmm. for giving you this role and 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 giving it to a woman and making and and recognizing your talent and uh, and making you his boss lady. Now he is a phenomenal boss, but when he gets dil- drills down into the detail, he wants somebody who can execute. So I'm yeah. I'm very flattered. Well, it goes to, to show have. you how smart he is because you always <laughs> want to hire the smartest people, oh, right? And people I've that been are doing than that you. myself. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. And you have built every time someone <laughs> is really amazing. Without fail, <laughs> they end up on your team. They should. I'm like, how do you get these people? <laughs> they should. Yeah. And I'm the same way, to be honest. I mean, I, our team here is amazing, yeah. and I feel lucky every day. I know. Every time she announces somebody, I'm like, oh, yeah, of course we know who that person is. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I think it's awesome. So, it, you know, people, they're talking about the great resignation. People mm-hmm. are making changes. People are either unhappy in their career or they're looking for a career. or are looking for purpose. They're yeah. looking for purpose. Looking for purpose. And no better way to find pu- purpose than to do public service. Yeah. Well, well okay. I know. Hey. <laughs> It's right, very appealing to but for some. the right person. Correct. Because correct. not all public service is the same, right? Absolutely. And and knowing, I mean, nobody knows the different forms of government. Your village officials, your town officials, your, you know, uh, county officials. It, it just goes on and on. Yeah. There are very many layers. Oh my in god, New it's York. crazy here. Yeah. It's crazy here. They are. But um, you know, to find something that you can produce and execute and it to be tangible is a remarkable feeling for somebody who's looking for to yeah. do something. You know, the vaccinations, we, you know, we hit herd immunity. I don't know when herd immunity was a, was a thing two yeah. years ago. I can't yeah. remember, yeah. right? So we've been always looking to reach all of these things. And, and we started all these pods where everybody would come and get vaccinated. And then we started testing for everybody. And then we want to make sure our essential employees, our firemen and our, our cops are taken care of and, and able to be there for us and yeah. serve their community. So we want to keep them safe, too. So, But you somehow convey that, though. I mean, I mean, I think every government does stuff. But you really convey that purpose to your team. Mm-hmm. Do you have any, like, great – because it's hard as employers to keep people. I it's know. hard for employees who are looking to join to know, is it authentic? What is the company really like? Do you have any tips? You know what? I actually – you may have an opening. I have openings frequently. Mm-hmm. The issue is finding what that person wants to do and where their passion is. And I know that's like kind of naive to say, but I had somebody come in a few years ago telling me that they wanted to be our customer service rep. Okay, I don't know what that is. That's great. <laughs> so yeah. no. And she was like, what do you mean? And I said, but I just sat with you for an hour and I think you have this skill and this skill and this skill. And you know, this is what we're gonna do. And I put her in our my community affairs team and she's now our director of community affairs. <sighs> <laughs> because she's a rock star and it was she knew inherently that she was good with constituents and and it was relationship building and I'm like yeah it's community affairs so you just said something really amazing Lisa because I want people to hear this because this this happened uh, so we're hiring a lot of people yeah right and this just happened to me recently mm-hmm. where same thing same yeah. exact thing this person's like I want to do this role and right. I feel good and I was like you know what yeah I, I actually see you in a different role right. based on this, and it's actually a better role, mm-hmm. turns out. And uh, and they turned it down. They were like, wow. uh, "No, I really want to do this role." Wow. Uh, and they, and they like fought me on it. So it's interesting because hmm. I think it's a good lesson for people to if you, there's a if there's a great leader in that role mm-hmm. and they're successful, they've been they have a successful track record. Mm-hmm. You need to step out of your comfort zone yeah. and trust that person. And it may not be what you had in your mind or in your head, but, you know, it, it, these They're days... Fear, right? It's right. fear. They're afraid of the unknown. It's anxiety. Yeah. They they think they have a, a path forward and that nobody wants to deviate from that. Right. And there's a little stubbornness involved in that, yeah. too. And it's and it's also trust. Correct. Right? There's Correct. fear, but, but you need to be able to trust that that person is in that position or that role for a reason. Mm-hmm. And maybe they know what they're doing. Or seeing something in you that you haven't that seen That you seen yourself. haven't seen yourself. Right. Yeah. Um, so can I just tell you... Uh, I'm obsessed right now with the Netflix show Cheer. Ooh. Have you watched this? No. Girly. No. Wait, uh, wait. Is it about a, a it's about cheerleading. cheerleaders? No. Yeah. So, Which I may have done for a period of time. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> you are the ultimate cheerleader. Um, so my kids made me watch it, and it's amazing. It's a documentary. It's real. Ooh. 
Um, and it's about these two community colleges okay. in Texas. And one is like super famous, Navarro. Uh-huh. Have you heard of it? No. And the but up- they probably do like night football and have oh, like big tech. Yes. Right, got right. But it's community college. Right. And they Still go Friday to, Night Lights. Right. They go to <laughs> the nationals every year. This team has won for 15 years straight. Holy and God. now, and this last season, and you see these people, these athletes, they come from all over the country. Mm-hmm. They come from all over the country. They're athletes. To be on this cheer team. Yeah. Because it's famous. Yeah. And now there's a Netflix series about it. And now there's like a rivalry. And who's going to win? The rivalry or the Navarro? Oh, I love it. Oh, team. oh my God. You're going to love more? it. Uh, no, I'm good. Thank there you. you. Go. Um, but I was watching it. And I w- after, you know, going through all this and you're trying to, you know, we're like leaders. You're coaches. Building a team. You're coaches. And you're building a team. And you're trying to establish that trust. And you're trying to move people around. And, and sometimes it's not a good fit. And do build a team, but also keep the end goal. Yeah. In mind and make sure, like I always tell people, we don't create positions for people. Right. We create positions for the organization Correct. and what the organization needs. And so coach. And how you're growing. You're yeah. right. Coach Monica <laughs> taught me, like I'm watching it. I wanted to literally screenshot. Oh, wow. I mean, all the things she was saying. Because she said one time there was there was this guy. And these are people that come from all walks of life, yeah. you know. And she's like, he, he was kind of a lost character. And he's like, I don't listen to anybody, but. I trust her, and and I don't even mm. question. She tells tells me to do something, I do it. Mm-hmm. Well, he's like, voila, I mm-hmm. do it because what? Because I, I trust her, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, gaining that trust is not easy. Well, I think it's also just believing in your team, right? Mm-hmm. So it's we have to change our paradigms as leaders too. That we know what we want at that specific time, but as we grow as an industry, as a business, as an individual, some of our things might change too, and we have to just be nimble and flexible and allow it. Yeah. I mean, my my team. I had one team member who was like. All right, this is what I do performance evaluations. Do you know how much that helps people grow? It's amazing. And he said, oh, no, no, uh, I think I want to go to, you know, work on economic development. And I'm like, okay. So two weeks later, I said, I think I can make this work for you, and you'd be moving into this role. And he's like, no, no, no. I said, wait, that's what you asked for. <laughs> and he came back and he said, no, I don't want to leave. I'm learning too much from you. Oh. And he spent another year with me, and then we did the same thing at the end of the review. And now he's with our police department because oh. he's serving our community. And a fantastic employee yeah. but you know I want to make sure that they know that they can grow too if exactly. you're navigating to something some content we want you to make sure that you're fulfilling your own yeah destiny really. and and the other thing I learned from coach Monica which that was really amazing I gotta watch coach oh my god Monica. you're gonna love it she's amazing because she's she's very she's very calm yeah. she's very strategic she mm. works so hard she so preps I bet she works so hard and uh, and she makes hard decisions because you, you have, have alternates. Mm. And there are people that literally move from across the country to be on this team and they never see the mat. Oh, wow. You know? And so, and sometimes somebody's just not hitting it. Yeah. And she They're has benched. to say, yeah, I'm going to switch you out. Mm. And it's so hard because she cares about, mm-hmm. you know, she really, you can see she loves her team. She cares about them as people. You want to continue to formulate. Yeah, but you have are. to make decisions based on your the goal. team and the organization, which is to win, right? Yeah. It's really good. But who's a little competitive here? What? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking no. about. You got to win. If you no. don't win, what's the point? No. First place is always better than second. Exactly. <laughs> and so uh, I say watch Coach Monica. For, I'm in. I I'm feel in. like you are Coach Monica. Mm, I don't know. I got to check her yeah, out. Yeah, check though. her out. Tell me what you think. Um, do you listen to any blogs or books or anything? Um, or no, Netflix? No, cheer not shows? a lot of time for that. <laughs> Although I did just watch that um, Yellow Jackets um, oh, everybody's talking about this. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm really into team. <laughs> like, okay. I love team, team, team. So it's about a um, a soccer team and, like, the flight goes down. You know, we've heard these stories yeah. a lot of times. But it's, it's how they survive in the wilderness. Is it a true story? 
Uh, maybe because so. uh, I've heard about this this is kind of a trending like, thing actually it would be better if it was a true story but I don't know I, I don't so. know <laughs> I definitely well, don't think so yeah whatever but uh, yeah I've heard yeah. about it yellow jackets okay cool because it's team. it is you know it's kind of Lord of the Fliesy yeah right like yeah. who is gonna survive and they survive. eat each other well no, I don't know about that yet but I finished the whole season I haven't seen them eat people Oh, because you know that happened. That was like a real plane crash. Years All right, ago now in the I'm going to have to figure out if this is the same. No, this is definitely not the Alps. Okay, no, well, and then the people snow. had to eat each other to survive. This is yeah. a real thing. I don't, I don't doubt that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, well, I think about that all the time. I'm, I'm, like, oh, I, I'm not into the Survivor series. So yeah, exactly. You got me there. <laughs> not at all. No, I no. can't do any Survivor anything. I'm like, I'm out. Just no. let, let me go. Yeah, like, why am I eating dirt? Yeah. What? No. If there's like an apocalypse, I'm like the first person done. Oh, you get the apocalypse. You come to my house. Yeah. I have every kind of MRE, which is a meal ready to eat. I am ready for the apocalypse. <laughs> I have a go bag in your car. I have a go bag pepper. in every bat. In, oh, well, I used to wear Homeland Security. I was going to say. Like, I am ready. It's a, it's bred in you because of all of your, like, <laughs> yeah. crisis training. Crisis training. And I'm, like, the most comfortable in crisis. It's crazy yeah you're calm you're like coach monica mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. watch it i think you're gonna I check think, her out yeah it's really interesting especially now building a team building that camaraderie making it a family while you're making really tough decisions that hurt and as our workplace is changing considerably mm-hmm. yeah adjusting mm-hmm. to it it's hard um so before we finish up because uh, mm-hmm. we're getting low i mm-hmm. wanted to talk about another thing that's trending mm-hmm. uh, Alyssa, am i okay Okay, uh, she's looking at me like, what? Um, the other thing that's trending is this thing on TikTok. You know, I'm a TikToker. Oh, we know. I mean, I'm not a TikToker because I don't actually ever post anything on TikTok. <laughs> but you I'm are a, a voyeur. I'm a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and this, I was at my bar class. We talked about it last week. And I'm changing clothes. And the, the girl was like, oh, the one girl was complaining about her husband. Oh, yeah. He, oh, he says, oh, I can't do the dishes. Whatever. She's like, oh, that's a thing. It's called... Um, What's, What's it called? It called? Uh, weaponized incompetence. Weaponized. And so I looked at it. Hashtag weaponized hash, So I looked up web. I didn't know. It was on TikTok. And then I looked it up and it's like, oh, it's a TikTok trend. 28 million views so far of weaponized Oof. incompetence. Oof. And um, and I thought, you know, hold on. I want to play this. Wait, uh, hold on a second. Yeah. Weaponized incompetence. The 28 million views are most of the people watching TikTok females? Uh, apparent. No, I think the demo. Hmm. I looked at the TikTok demographic. It's pretty even. Huh. Um, but it says, put simply, weaponized incompetence is when one partner feigns or exaggerates their inability to perform a task, uh, no matter how simple or complex, in order to shift the burden of responsibility back to the other partner. Yeah. Which is, and it can happen, men, women, kids. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, they're like, oh. So then I, um, Valentine's Day is coming up, right? <laughs> and so one of the TikToks, I thought I would just play oh, for please, you. Please, okay, please. ready? This is, what, this is what he says. Hold on. Hold on. I've been dying to talk about this. Because on this app, we talk a lot about weaponized incompetence in men, but one thing that we don't talk about, and the poster put this in the comments, is weaponized ignorance. <gasps> and it's when you know you don't know, but you put no effort into learning. So literally, I want to say this to every guy who's preparing to get a gift or an experience for a woman that they care about. If you give her a gift that she has to then do work to actually fully enjoy, you did not give her a gift. You gave her a task. Mm-hmm. How would you feel if she said dinner's ready and on the table were just a bunch of raw ingredients? Because that's the equivalent of what you're doing. So if you get flowers, you cut them and you put them in the vase. If you're planning to go to a nice restaurant for a family dinner, you get the kids ready. You prep them ahead of time. You make sure that the reservation's there. If you want to do breakfast in bed, guess what? You are going to do the dishes and you are going to clean up the kitchen afterwards. 
Because gifts aren't tasks. Right? Amen. I mean, are we? I mean, can we uh, cheers amen. to that guy? By the way, I want to cheers his mother. Oh my! Somebody God. raised him well. Seriously, good for her. I mean, and by the way, weaponized incompetence uh, was my previous life. Uh, oh, yeah. And oh. now, and now, I actually, I think I put that on Thomas these days. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know how to do anything. We have, we have a new washer dryer that like texts you. And oh, I was trying sure. to do laundry the other day, and he was like, "Honey, I don't. You're not checked out on this thing. I don't think you know what you're doing." I'm like, oh. "Totally." Oh, I don't want to the learn. advances I'm in good. technology add to the problem I'm assuming. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Don't tell me. But I really think that this does happen in an earlier age because I, so I saw the hashtag last night and I'm out at a work dinner with a male and he says, I'm like, what's it? So he, he Googles it because I'm just reading and he's like, oh yeah, this happened to me at nine. And I'm like, what? Can you can you share a little bit more? He said, yeah, my mom used to ask me to do the dishes. I was about nine, maybe 10. And I learned that if you left crap on it, you didn't have to do the dishes anymore. I'm telling you. So the fact that they are intrinsically learning yes. this, I don't know if it's malicious. Uh, it's definitely intentional. Oh, my God. It's a little frightening that somebody has that capability at that age to know. And, and I think as women, there's a lot of studies about how women mother sons more mm-hmm. than they mother daughters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they do, they'll do things. And I mean, I even see it in our household. We have like four teenage girls, girls. and one teenage son. Yeah. And literally, we have to do everything mm. for him. And like, the girls are like, I'm like, get out. Uh, I have do a 40 year old brother who still lives home. So I feel that. Mm, so you mm. see what I'm saying. Um, but I remember we were at one of my final uh, counseling sessions. This is pretty much when I realized this is not going to work out. Yeah. After, you know, almost 20 years of marriage. And I was the counselor, I couldn't stand her. And I was like, <laughs> I just want a partner. I want someone to, I don't, I want someone to anticipate. It's like the breakup, yes. that movie, The Breakup, when she's like, I want you to want to do the dishes. Yeah. You know, I don't know wanna, that I had a long day. Uh, just do something because it makes right. me think of me. Right. And I said, I just want someone to have to like do the stuff for the kids. And she goes, Oh, you know, a lot of couples have had success. Um, you should like, you have a garage, you park your cars in it. I'm like, Yeah. She's like, You can paint the inside of your garage door, like not the door, but the door to the house. Yeah. With chalkboard paint. All and right. you could like leave him a to do list. And I'm like, Can I? <laughs> Can't, can't, you could put that on your fridge. Can I leave him a to-do <laughs> list? That's another thing for me to do. Uh, I'm like, why do yeah. I have then to there's do that. that? Leave me. Okay, and so there was, hold on, there was one more I wanted to play for you, which I thought was hilarious. I have to just say, thank God my husband had a good mother that raised him because he doesn't so pull good. that stuff. He's so, he your husband is great. That. Okay, so I have to, so this person was like. If we don't tell you to. Because we don't know. Oh, wait. This logic is so hilarious. Like next time you're in an intimate situation with your spouse, just wait for them to tell you each thing. Oh, you wanted me to touch you? You wanted me to do that? Yeah, I know you usually ask me to do that, or we usually do that, but I don't know when it needs to be done. Just tell me. Leave me a list or something. Do you, did you leave a list around? <laughs> yeah, oh, I was like, O-M-G. I was like, D- oh. A list? Wait, well, hold on. Have you sent your husband to the grocery store with a list, though? Uh, Thomas, by the way, manages the list. He has. Mm. I don't do anything at the grocery store. I have a very. I have grocery store anger. <laughs> I have a problem. He, my husband, will go. Peter will go to the grocery store, and he does all the shopping. He's great, yeah. amazing. No, like again, he does things because he knows that. You're busy. He can be helpful in the household. He is a partner in this marriage and in this household. However, if if he says, hey, do you want something? And I'll say, yes, I would like whatever. He will call me from the store and be like, all right, there's three of those here. 
how do I know which one? <laughs> yeah. So I wound up sending him a like a Google a image. picture. Yeah. 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 This is the brand. But still, at least he care- he doesn't just get the wrong one and be like, oh, sorry, I didn't know. I just did my best. You know, no, he-, he will actually buy two or three yes. and come home with them all and be like, I didn't know. That's good. Yeah, and then That's I get good. mad that he spends more money than he needed yeah, to. No, so but he's never going to win. I'm never going to win. Because the, the thing is, cause the weaponized incompetence would be the guy that goes to the store and gets everything wrong so that next time you he can't send him. to. Exactly. Right. He no. doesn't do that. Cheers up here. Hell no. And Thomas, by the way. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, I did that for 20 years, and I was like, no. Because we have good partners now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, the other thing that the therapist said, and this is another one we can talk about this at some other time, is when she's like, at the end of the day, because um, I'm was, i like, this is not changing. Nothing's changing. And she goes, like, Kristen, at the end of the day, you're not going to change this person. So you need to decide, is this good enough for me? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, can I live with it? Or can or am I going to make a big change? Where do you? And then be? she's like, and the term for that is radical acceptance. Ooh, you need radical acceptance of your situation, or you need to make a change. And I was like, girl, a change it is. <laughs> Cheers! I'm going to Long Island. <laughs> Speaking of change, we're so happy to have you. I love it. I so. love it. And I'm so 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 loving that you did this podcast. It was amazing. Uh, we have some teasers, by the way. Mm. Um. Uh, oh, one real quick celebrity thing. Did you hear that Selling the Hamptons is the new show? Real no. estate? I'm, oh, I'm into it's it. One of those. Yeah, I mean, there's Ooh. a bunch of shows that mm-hmm. are real estate that show the Hamptons, but this one's actually called in the Selling the Hamptons mm. is the name. So it's a new show. Good. They're I'm, probably paying some taxes I'm on literally, that production. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa, <laughs> she's like, tax revenues. Yes, amazing. Um, and then we have some really cool guests coming up for Valentine's Day. So Ooh. stay tuned for that. And we have some new merch. Um, oh, so Ooh, it, new merch. Yeah. In addition to that, we have some amazing like tank tops. Um, and then February is Black History Month. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be featuring uh, black-owned businesses on Long Island. And then we'll have Women's History Month. We already have some amazing women slated for Women's History Month. Oh, awesome. I'm so excited. We have so much to Everybody celebrate. Everybody deserves a celebration. Yeah, and we have so much to talk about Long Island. I mean, it's the best place, right? It, I wouldn't be anywhere else. Thank you for welcoming me to your incredible community <laughs> and for making me feel like a Long Islander. Long, no G, no G. Long Island. Long, Long Island. Okay, Long Island. All right, cheers. <laughs> cheers. See you next week. <laughs>